Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland. Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Matt Stein. Matt is the executive director at Union Gospel Mission. Hey there, Matt. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Hey, thanks so much for having me today. And you are the new executive director at Union Gospel Mission. Yes, I started uh, in November and I've just got about three months under the belt at this point. How's it going so far? Oh, man, it's keeping me busy. Um, it's very exciting. As we've seen, got to know the programs, got to know the team, um, but also eye-opening as you just start to step into the world of what's happening um, with the homeless situation in Portland and also in recovery and addiction services. Tell me about some of your background. What brought you to Union Gospel Mission? Yeah, I have served in nonprofit work um, my whole life and um, it really enjoyed working for a good season with the youth uh, in a variety of capacities, um, both in a church setting and in the different nonprofits. Last um, last chapter, I got to be in a group working in Africa, in Rwanda, in Africa, um, and we had a U.S. office that I worked from. And then in this season, I was excited to step into something that I know is kind of the crisis of our day. Um, we've seen um, what's going on in Portland and, and many cities on the West Coast and in the U.S. And I just felt a, a sense of calling to want to be part and, and understand more and hopefully bring um, some, some gifting towards leadership and strategic planning um, to see some difference be made. What have you learned so far and what's your assessment so far? Yeah. Oh, man. It has been an intensive education um, so far and learning the intricacies of the services that are being offered out there out there to those who are in need. Um, insights into what makes effective addiction recovery. Um, it's been very helpful. First of all, I haven't been in downtown Portland on a regular basis up until now, um, prior with my prior roles not needing me to commute or anything just to see that Portland's doing better than many people think. Um, there's all signs of life everywhere, business people going about their day, um, new shops opening, um, but it's also been eye-opening, especially where Union Gospel Mission is. We're down on 3rd and Burnside for our downtown location. And, you know, watching people really battling both uh, mental illness and uh, addiction, fentanyl, meth, things of that nature. And just the, the eye-opening to watch someone um, trying to camp um, through cold weather and a rain and seeing people really battle, um, you know, 
at times stopping in the middle of the streets um, because the, the, the addictions got them in such grips um, and finding ways to help there. Um, so that's been eye-opening. But um, as I've stepped in, you see really the complexity of the situation. You've got the city, you've got metro, you've got state, federal agencies working amidst private organizations like Union Gospel Mission and working to meet those needs. Um, so it's not a simple solution. It's definitely one thing I've learned. It is something that has to be holistic. It has to be, um, uh, you know, surrounding an individual trying to make a new a new change and strides forward. And um, as I've learned on that, I've also learned on the addiction fronts. Um, you know, much we, we haven't struggled that with that in in my family, my extended family, on any significant basis. And just the things that people need in order to make progress. Um, I've also, at the same time, on the positive front, I've seen many people who are deeply committed in the city to invest in their lives to help people in this situation. At Union Gospel, we've got multiple staff who have been on staff 30 plus years wow. and spent their, you know, much of their entire adult life helping others. And, and it comes with both significant moments of victories and um, hardship and difficulty, but they've stuck with it. And I'm proud to join a team like that. Excellent. Yeah. You guys always do such great work and a great team for sure. Thank you. Thank you. We're talking with Matt Stein, executive director, new executive director at Union Gospel Mission. Uh, we talked, touched on addiction just a little bit, but Matt, what what role does addiction play in the homelessness crisis? Yeah, it is very present in most, most, most of the um, guests that we encounter. Um, we've seen certainly on the fentanyl front, seen on the meth front, um, strong addictions that that really need to be addressed. Um, housing alone won't address those who need um, services to come out of that. So uh, detox opportunities um, to to begin the you know the cleaning process, the ability to to get free of that, and then um, then the short-term to long-term housing options that are out there. And, you know, some of the things I've learned is that when a person is battling uh, drug addiction, you may not know um, their different mental health diagnosis until many months in, once the drugs have really cleared the system, you get a sense of if those were more drug induced or that's a more permanent thing in their lives and you won't know until you walk the road. And so it's not a quick fix. It's going to take time. It's going to need a lot of surrounding services. And we've got people in the program that I absolutely love. I've gotten to know in my three months here. Um, and you start to see a significant change in their personality as, as they work out of um, the, the addiction that they've been battling and into a much more um, normal state for them. And that's, that's been encouraging to see that that is possible. That's so great. Yeah, the, any signs of encouragement is is a good thing. You're right, right. And that that probably be the thing that I've been the most encouraged by as I've started is watching men and women. We have a, a women's program out in the Beaverton area, men are downtown. But watching men and women that want to see this change in their lives. They want to see um, a new chapter. They're tired of where they're at. Um, my understanding as I talk with our team is most men that are coming through the door um, in many ways have hit rock bottom. Um, they've, they've had many bridges in their lives that they've unfortunately burned. Um, they often have a history of hardship that have things that have been done to them. But as they get going, they're surrounded with a caring community, counseling, 
education, uh, spiritual input, and and they also do work therapy along the way. And over time, you start to see these uh, men really fighting for their recovery. And that has been inspiring to me. They, they're, they're really courageous in what they do and digging down deep, asking questions of themselves that many of us don't ask ourselves in, in uh, everyday life. And so couldn't be more proud as I watch the men and women. Um, we, we have phases that they could complete and go through and then ultimately aim for a graduation. And when they graduate, we've got one coming up on the 29th of this month, three men who have been in the program for two years. And they, um, they've just done deep, deep work and hard work. And we're proud of them. We're excited to see them launch. That's excellent. So how many men and women does Union Gospel Mission serve? Yeah, um, in the, so we have two kind of main branches. We have our homeless services. And that um, serves both. Um, we have teams that go out and do outreach, um, meeting people, um, going to camps. Um, we impact people there. Um, we've got meals that we serve. That's a couple hundred thousand meals a year that we're serving to homeless guests. We have a overnight shelter that fits 40 to 45 people a night. Um, and then we have um, a shower um, trailer that we bring around and give people showers and things. So that's kind of the homeless service um, side. On the Life Change Recovery Program, we can fit up to 45 men downtown, and then we um, can fit currently about 15 women plus their children in our facility in Beaverton, which is usually a total of about 30 total. Okay. The weather sure has been uh, wintry the last, <laughs> last week or so, to say the very least. Uh, very cold, uh, snowy, freezing rain. What is that like for the homeless? Oh, boy. It's it's intense. And I was talking with some of the guys who are in our program. They said, I mean, it goes from you always have your guard up. You're always looking for kind of the, the next step, the next meal or the next location. But then it becomes life threatening. Um, the city does do a good job in extreme weather to opening up further shelters. And there are many warming shelters that are, are open currently, um, open 24 hours a day through this time, which is great. Again, we work, we partner with a church Central Church of the Nazarene um, graciously clears out their sanctuary, allows us to staff and bring mats in so that we can bring our 40 to 45 people in the door. Um, and they have a thick, you know, mat that they stay on for the night. We've got, you know, a staff there to make sure people are safe. They get some food in the morning um, before they head out. Um, and actually, at times at the worst weather, we see our attendance come down a little because there's the 24-hour services that are out there. Okay. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah. We're talking today with Matt Stein, Executive Director of the Union Gospel Mission. Talk some more about Search and Rescue. Uh, that's a really important program. Yeah, yeah. So you may, if you're in downtown Portland on a Tuesday through uh, Sunday evening, you may see a van traveling around that just says love on the side of it. That's our search and rescue van that is staffed by um, amazing volunteers, some that have volunteered for five plus years with us. Um, we also send some of our strongest leaders in our recovery program who have a deep heart to reach those who are still out on the street and, and want to give them more options. Um, they try 
travel out on a given evening, um, following the same route every time each week, so that the people on their particular route get to know them. They expect the the Union Gospel love van to show up. They bring a warm meal. They bring coffee, um, hot chocolate. They have hygiene products. Um, you know, flashlights at times. A variety of supplies to help those who are directly on the street in tents. Sometimes we go to uh, tiny home villages or RV parks um, uh, that we know that there is significant need. And the goal is both to supply need, but also to develop that relationship. Um, because we're really hoping uh, hoping to refer people to a variety of services, not only Union Gospel, but many others out there. And so on a given evening, they'll go out, they'll provide those, they'll figure out people who need referral services. And then the next day during the day, we send out a team with our staff to follow up and help those people um, get the services they need. With search and rescue, uh, how, the trust thing, you, you've got, they've got to start mm-hmm. trusting you. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah, I think it's consistency. Um, you know, week after week, showing up time and time again, people are showing that they're not, you know, this is what you see is what you get. We're trying to help here. And over time, um, the, the first name basis um, becomes such a big deal. You know, one of the simple things that I've learned in my role is that a lot of people have opinions on what's happening with the homeless situation, but sadly, not very many people know specific names or can put any faces to it. And when that turns a corner and when you actually meet someone, you get to know them, understand a little of what's going on in their life. Um, there's, you know, a lot of positive that starts to come as they see that you're going to be there and you're going to show up. So we're really proud of our team that would go out consistently, um, you know, each weeknight other than a couple of the, the days of the week get out there, meet their show up again. And I, I went out on one recently to see it for the first time. And our two volunteers knew many of the people by name, which I just loved. I just think the notes that um, we're not a, a flash in the pan. We're really going to show up and be there for them. That's really important. That must be uh, a little boost of confidence in them. I, I think so. I think so. I think also, too, they appreciate as we make referrals and different services, they can see we're just trying to get them to the, the best fit and the best place. It's not just our organization. It's it's the broader, um, greater good that we're trying to work for. So Union Gospel Mission works with other services uh, around the city. Yes. Yep. We send people. There's a Bybee Lakes. Um, there's, you know, a, a variety of central city concern resources that we send them to. We certainly recommend um, Hooper Detox for people who are wanting to detox and come in. Um, so, yes, we're referring them um, to housing options and um, detox options and, and counseling options, all sorts of different places. Matt, there seems to be a growing discouragement and frustration in the community around the issue of homelessness. It kind of seems like it's an endless problem. What's yeah, what, yeah. What's what are you guys doing to make a positive impact? What's what's going to help? Right, right. And I, I I do understand that. I think people are frustrated. Um, you've got the supportive housing service tax out there. The people probably have gotten more attention. Therefore, they want to see results. Um, the businesses downtown at times really struggling to make um, their space safe and welcoming and a place that you see more people come in the city. Um, what what I've seen so far and what I, I see both us doing and many other great organizations um, is, you know, we have to be out there, um, boots on the ground, again, developing relationships like we talked about. We also need a, an increased amount of communication and cooperation 
between organizations and um, and government agencies out there. It's coming, and I think the desire is there, but it needs to continue to grow. Um, we're, we're really encouraged as people come into our program as they start the Life Change program. We're able to assist with the counseling side of things because there's many issues that people come um, from potentially chronic homelessness or maybe abusive situations on the women's front you want them to have the chance to process and to uh, dive deep into some of those difficult areas from the past because they have everything to do with the current things that they're encountering and they're participating in um, we would love to see uh, increased mental health services um, available to people easy entry um, that that people can get to because that's a little beyond what union gospel can do on when someone's really battling with significant mental health issues um, but that cooperation that chance for people to, to come and to detox to get the mental health need uh, support they need then you can surround them with a quality recovery program and and i think you see great strides again we have people all the time that are, are launching graduating, finishing, and and able to live successful lives. On staff at Union Gospel, we have 50 people, and upwards of 20 of those people have come from addiction and battling homelessness, and they're doing phenomenal now as staff members for us. So they come back and want to help out. They do, and they have the best heart. They get it. They see it, you know, far more than I've understood, you know, and, and know from my history. I watch them and take cues from them. What, uh, what sort of help is it for somebody who's gone through the program to be maybe a mentor for somebody else? Very significant, um, especially dealing with addiction issues. Um, I think, one, they bring that ability to um, just call out truth where it's needed. Um, too often people have, you know, wound uh, themselves a little bit in places where uh, a lie, you know, is, is to this person, to that family member, and they need to just come clean and, and be truthful in places. And someone who's battled that can see it, can spot it, can lovingly encourage them to to bring the truth and not hide it anymore. Um, that, that goes a long way. Also just the sense of, hey, I've been there. I know what you're battling. Um, you've got people who care about you. That messaging from mentors who have been through it uh, counts for a lot in people's lives. Um, we try to both have mentors who have been there and have, have come through the program and also mentors from the community that can help them to, to look at possibilities for the future and opportunities for the future and start thinking about their plan when they're done with their recovery program. And just thinking, thinking there is a future. That's important. Exactly. The, the, that is the journey. It starts with, you know, where am I going to sleep? food I'm going to have in my safe it goes all the way to it. And it's, again, it's not a quick journey. It takes time, but to a place of, I could believe a future, a good future waits for me. I'm working towards it and I understand how to get there. Um, it's an exciting thing to watch people really walk down the road for. You're listening to Let's Talk Portland. And we're talking today with Matt Stein, executive director of Union Gospel Mission. Matt, talk to me some more about life change for women and their children. Yeah, um, so this started in 2013 distinctly. We had had women in the program prior to that, um, but we were able to get a place in Beaverton at that point um, that women, you know, when they're coming in, they often, not not everyone we have has children, um, which is wonderful, but for those that do, they always wanted to know, where are my children going to be? Can they come with me? Are they going to be safe? And so we just felt the, the deep desire to make sure that we had a place that they could bring their children 
So they, they come into a setting where they have the chance, again, to, to receive counseling, to education, to look at a plan forward, um, enough space over time um, to process. Uh, oftentimes, um, about 80% of our ladies who have come in um, have come from abusive situations. So they really need to work through that. Um, and over time, start to think about what would a successful relaunch for them and their kids look like. And we've had many of those um, on the way. Uh, in the meantime, as we, we the facility we've had for a while has been helpful, but it's it's not as large as we'd like to have it, and we'd like to get something um, that can handle many more. We want to increase our impact in women's and children's lives. So we are building a place on 185th out in Hillsborough area that can hold 56 women and their children for a total of 80 people on campus instead of 30. So almost tripling our impact. And we are still in the process of fundraising for that. We've got the building up. We've got the outside just about finished. Our next stage is to get the funding to finish the inside. How can our listeners help with that? Yeah, I certainly, if they are open to partnering with us in support and financial, that would be wonderful. You can do that at UGM Portland dot org um, you can go there to make a gift um, we have looked in we you know as we get our support over the years um, we do it all privately um, foundations and individuals and so we're hoping that people will join us in that and help these ladies find that new future so they can give the other thing is they can volunteer and once again we want to encourage people come and volunteer whether downtown with the men and the homeless services go out on search and rescue um, become a mentor teach a class all these things or with the women similar setting we want to make sure that these these ladies are surrounded with great people that are encouraging them on their journey to recovery become part of the change exactly exactly step into it know a name you know be there for someone it's it just it it will impact your own life as you do it for someone else too yeah if somebody is in need of help how do they get the help that you offer from union gospel mission yeah, you, you can certainly do it directly through us in that you can go to the website, again, ugmportland.org, and you can you can find any of the services that we offer and get in touch with us there. Um, we often receive referrals, um, just like we give referrals from Search and Rescue out. We receive them from a variety of sources. We will get them from individuals, family members concerned for a, you know another family member to get that help. We will get it from churches. Um, we get it at times um, from government and judges offering um, this as an alternative to a sentence. Um, and so we, we really end up getting from a variety of places and we have two wonderful staff that get out there and are telling people about our services and sharing it with people on the street and in a variety of settings. Matt, you're pretty new to Union Gospel Mission. You've only been there, what, three months, I think? Something like that? Yeah, three months. Yep. <laughs> so in that short amount of time, what impact have you seen that Union Gospel Mission makes? Yeah, I, I've seen that the name. So we, we have been around for almost 100 years. Started in 1927, so we're coming up on 100 years. 
the name um, of Union Gospel Mission with um, those experiencing homeless in Portland and those in the recovery area, it, it has a good name because just like the, the side of the van that I was sharing, I think people have genuinely felt love when they've encountered our services um, that both meet the need, but also um, I've seen, and I would hope for the future, we would always do it in a way that people feel uh, a dignity, a sense of being seen, a, a sense of care and love for them. Um, and so I'm, I'm very proud to be part of an organization that, that's been doing that so long. And then again, we have our many, many stories of those who have come through our, our program and been able to start a successful life. I know I know one gentleman who just moved to California. He's working for a university now, um, helping with their development team there and, you know, wife and family doing incredible. It just took the time to pull away and focus on the recovery and restart things. And so we're just so proud of those that have made it through and we're hoping for more. We're hoping to expand that impact. When you look to the future, what are you uh, most excited about? Sure. Yeah. You know, to start with getting this women's building open, that will certainly um, increase our impact in the surrounding community, kind of the West Portland space. But we'll, of course, be taking people from all over. Very excited about that. Um, I'm excited, too, about finding new ways for our men's program um, to expand the number of men that can enter the program. Um, there may be a day that we have the chance to open a new location for the men, um, just like we're doing for the women, and maybe move them out out of downtown and then at that point we'd have the chance to really serve on the homeless side the homeless services side in an increased way with our building there those are definitely in the future and not come you know not uh, done yet at this point by any means but it's things we're looking at um, but we would love to see the greater portland community both individuals and then the organizations and government come together more and, and do this as a coordinated impact on the lives of people that are really battling homelessness and addiction. Um, I read an article recently about um, Houston area um, battling some of these same things. They were able to reduce their homeless um, population by two thirds Wow. by a better coordinated effort. Um, you know, organizations willing to say, hey, it doesn't have to be us on the, the marquee. Um, we're, we're working together. We're doing this together. And so I'm hoping for that for Portland. I know that's already happening, but in greater uh, efficacy. Great. That's fantastic. Well, keep doing the great work that Union Gospel Mission has always done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to keep growing in this and, and seeing all that's going to happen. Well, thanks for being on the show. We've been talking today with Matt Stein, new executive director at Union Gospel Mission. Thanks again, Matt. Okay. Hey, have a wonderful one. Stay warm, okay? If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.